All right, well, welcome to another podcast with us here at Jackson Effect Financial Group. On this episode, I have Doug Strand joining me, and the discussion will focus on educators. And specifically, we will talk about the teacher retirement system in Illinois, more commonly known as TRS, and that is the pension benefits that certified teachers in Illinois are eligible for who are employed through the public school system. And before we dive in here, um, Doug, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about um, why I have you on as our special guest um, to kind of ask you a few questions. Um, as an educator, I appreciate the chance to talk to other educators. Um, I have been working in the education field for around 40 some years. Um, on the TRS, are we going through question one yet or just yeah. general here? Yeah, so um, you know, part of it is your position on the TRS board as right. a board member. Um, oh, how long have you been doing okay. that for? Uh, about three and, a, three and a half years, and I'm going up for re-election uh, this May 1st. Uh, it's been an honor to be on the TRS board. It's, it's a lot of responsibility. Um, the board meets every other month, plus other meetings and uh, many other things that go along with it, but uh, it's uh, the TRS is the state of Illinois retirement system for teachers. Perfect, awesome. And prior to that, you taught at for almost forty years. I correct? I was lucky to teach at United Township High okay. School in East Moline. I taught history, but my thing was economics, finance, all about money, consumer ed, and other classes. Um, I used to be an accountant auditor before I became a teacher. So I have some background in, in accounting and finance, took it forward to get another degree to uh, go and teach. Awesome. And I, you know, for a lot of our listeners, um, they're aware that we work with quite a few school districts here in Illinois. And so, um, you know, a lot of things we're going to talk about today will be, you know, right up their alley. And I think you'll be a good um, resource for them. And, and, I, and I've gotten to know Doug. We both actually serve as trustees uh, for the Blackhawk College uh, board. So um, it's great that I have a relationship with him and I can kind of, um, you know, uh, pick on him to, to help us out here. So I appreciate you picking on me sometimes. That's good. Yeah. Um, so first, um, you kind of already talked a little bit about um, your role on the board there. Um, with TRS and, um, you know, with the pension and the benefits. Let's kind of talk about, you know, the first thing that, that's out there that I think, uh, you know, is maybe not the mo most positive when it comes to the TRS pension. Um, and that would be um, that 80 billion of the unfunded liability of TRS. Um, can you kind of tell me about how that funded ratio is, you know, not is directly or not directly correlated with the pension's ability to pay out benefits? Yeah, if I can step back a second and let people know that on the TRS board, there are 15 members on the board, and we meet every other month, either in Springfield or the Chicago area. Uh, our role is to protect our pensions and benefits. As far as uh, the pension fund, which they call AUM, Assets Under Management, uh, we're only a little over 40% funded, and I call that the thin red line from Springfield. It pays out over $7 billion a year to around 129,000 members. And uh, it, it, it's a three-pronged funding. Your individual and school districts put in 9%. The state of Illinois puts in their money. And, and then we get investments uh, from around the world to help contribute to the pension fund. And as Christian mentioned, 
it is underfunded. It's called an unfunded liability of over $80 billion from the state. So we're 41 roughly uh, percent funded, which means the state of Illinois does owe us a lot. And I didn't understand that way back when I was a young teacher, they had what they call pension holidays. That is where the state did not put in their full amount, which was called a pension holiday. So they basically borrowed for the older teachers here and educators who remember those pension holidays. I didn't worry about it then. I now more than worry about it being on the TRS board. So yeah, we're about 40% funded. Uh, <clears throat> we're just over 60 billion dollars funded that uh, we hand out to roughly 168,168 uh, money managers around the world. Uh, and the key to our pension is the unfunded liability that we hope someday the state makes up. Awesome, great, good info. Um, so Doug, what would you say to a, a certified educator here in Illinois that's maybe listening who is a tier one member and maybe they're questioning the longevity of their pension um, just because of some of the numbers, you know, that we kind of threw out there. Well, you hear all the time from some people that the pensions are five, five pensions in Illinois, five public pensions. It is the TRS, SOARS, State University, the state employees, the legislative and the judicial pension fund, those five, we are the biggest. Um, we're okay. That's what everybody says. Yes, we're okay. But I worry about that when I hear from people around the state who say, my daughter is teaching five years, will it be around for them? And I said, I hope so. And I get a lot of those type of questions. Uh, since 1939, when TRS was started, <clears throat> it has paid out what it has owed to retired educators. Again, currently over seven billion dollars. We have been lucky to have such a defined benefit or DB plan, defined benefit, which is different from a defined contribution plan such as <clears throat> a 401k plan that we commonly see today in a lot of private businesses. There you are responsible to take on the risk in a 401k program. There is no guarantee. So having TRS as one of my uh, <clears throat> base pension plan or sources of income is a nice benefit to have. And, and I'm thankful to have stayed with TRS this long. And so uh, it's, it's a good thing that people should consider and looking into, especially before they retire. Awesome. Great. And, you know, um, with TRS, there's basically two tiers. There's tier one and tier two. And tier two would be anyone that started teaching uh, 2011 or after, and their pension, you know, is a little bit different in that they have to work a little longer. Uh, the formula um, isn't quite as lucrative, but, you know, let's say, Doug, we pose that same question to the tier two members, as opposed to worrying about the longevity of their pension, you know, since some of them may still have 30 years to go to teach, you know, what would you say to them? You know, what recommendations would you have? Um, I, I would say the history very much the same history as tier one, but they will have to work longer up to age 67 to get their full retirement to max out their benefits. Um, tier one, you take the four consecutive highest last years, where tier two, 
you're going to have to take eight of the last 10 years. So there's a little difference there. There's a lot of similarity and a lot of difference. The tier two people will need to look to other areas for help to help them with their retirement. Gotcha. Great. And basically those tier two member benefits are really just matching up with what Social Security is now for a lot of those benefits. Pretty much. Yeah. And right right now, actually, Christian, another <clears throat> statistic is roughly in the year 2026, the tier one teachers, which is slowly declining because of retirement, in 2026, tier two will cross like an X and be equal to the number of members in tier one. And then later down the road, they will be the majority of people in the system. So hmm, Interesting. Yes. I'll be here before we know it. <laughs> um, all right. So, you know, next topic here. Um, let's, can you talk a little bit about trip and trail? I think those are, you know, something else that comes along with TRS that, you know, is maybe taken for granted or we, you know, it's a retirement benefits there that often um, teachers forget about. But, um, and I know those are acronyms there, but do you want to maybe just touch on those briefly? Sure. Um, the trip and trail. <clears throat> if you're going to retire, it's a little confusing. With trip, you when you retire, you do not have your 40 quarters or 10 years in the so-called real world to get qualified for Medicare. So you are not qualified for Medicare. You then have to be on trip, the teacher retirement insurance plan. If you are on Medicare qualified plan, where you have put in your 40 quarters or 10 years working at, example, John Deere or some other place, uh, you will then be on the trail, trail plan. Um, this benefit is, is, is very much taken for granted sometimes. Uh, trip is a health insurance when you retire uh, without Medicare. And if you are eligible for Medicare, then you will be on the trail option when you reach that age. And just recently, state of Illinois is switching uh, supplemental insurance plans from United Healthcare to Aetna. And a lot of people are just getting that information now. Uh, and I talked to a couple people over the last couple of weeks are thinking of retiring that are steel workers and others, and they are concerned when they reach the retirement age, will they have insurance? A lot of people, that's a big question. Will they be covered? And I know that was one of my top questions. Good. Okay. Good info there. Um, and so basically trip before 65, that's the benefit that you can take advantage of as a retired teacher. And then once you transition to Medicare, trail will be what you can If you qualify for Medicare with gotcha. your 40 quarters. Right? Perfect. Okay, great. And uh, so kind of to move on to the next question here, with, with there being a teacher shortage here in Illinois, what do you believe are some of the solutions to this? And what's <clears throat> TRS trying to do to, to help solve that challenge? Um, I'm always encouraging future teachers. I have encouraged a lot of my students who have gone into teaching and education, which is great. Um, <clears throat> TRS does encourage that, as, as does IRTA, which is a Illinois Retired Teachers Association, which is a good organization to get into because they are only concerned with pensions and our benefits. And, and I could get in depth there, but I'll do that maybe for another time. Um, the IRTA, Local here, we have 652 members, which are retired educators. We sponsor a, a foundation. So does one in Springfield. 
to help give out scholarships, grants to teachers, and we also help retired teachers. So both the TRS, Teacher Retirement System, and the IRTA both support encouraging more teachers. I, I, I encourage one of the things in the school systems, uh, more respect <clears throat> for educators in general and better guidelines, such as, and you've seen this in the news, discipline, but that's another whole story. I also feel that a good thing would be administrators. Of course, they've all been teachers somewhat. They should be helping by teaching a class or two each day to help out their districts during these times of shortages <clears throat> and, and just get a feel of being in the classroom. I know if I was an administrator, I would volunteer to help out in the classroom. Nice, great ideas there. Um, all right, so you've taught for 40 years, mentored many other teachers, you know, now obviously serve on the, on the TRS board. With all your experience and insight, what recommendations do you have for a new teacher or someone that's, you know, um, looking to get into the, this field as a career? Um, yes, uh, 40 years, that's a long time. I've mentored a lot of people, but I, I, you have to, have to really enjoy working with people, young people, in fact. Help them with their future lives, um, their character, their uh, quality of life. Doing life coaching, I guess, would be something. It's a very rewarding career from a value standpoint, and you have to be passionate about what you're doing. You have to like to teach. I, I would get up in the morning, and I didn't go to work. Christian, I went to school. So I had a good experience in high school where that was tough times and school was my safe haven. So I guess that's, that's something there. I want everyone to always remember who your favorite teacher was in, in grade school and high school. People remember certain educators. You don't remember them all, but there are some that are very, very, uh, played an important role in their lives to help shape them. And we could tell you a hundred different stories. Um, one thing that I thought about, it's steady employment. You get to work with uh, various co-workers. You have summers off, which is nice. You get a Christmas vacation. Uh, and the school system helps pay your insurance and help pay your TRS 9% to the, to the retirement fund. Uh, it, it's got some real benefits and people need to consider it because there's a shortage. There's over 2,400 some positions open in Illinois for full-time faculty. Awesome. Great. All right. Well, um, I think that kind of wraps stuff up here. So Doug, uh, thanks a bunch for joining us. Um, it's always, uh, you know, I think a lot of this info, a lot of our listeners have heard one place or another, but it's great to hear it from someone that's, you know, been there, done that, had your experience. And of course, now in your position, you know, on the board of TRS, it's, uh, you know, great to hear any feedback you have there. Um, anything else that you'd like to share with us real quick? Yeah, something I haven't pointed out is in the conversation, we were in uh, up in Naperville for the TRS meeting and uh, a topic that did come up, which is um, most teachers need different sources of income. I was fortunate to be an accountant, so I understood a lot about stocks. Uh, I do uh, a little bit of rental property. I do, you know, IRAs, Roth IRAs. I would strongly suggest anybody who is thinking about retiring or even way in the future, save a dollar today and talk to 
people like yourself and others. I was fortunate to meet other uh, financial people who helped me put away a dollar a day, 30 bucks a month or something like that, get started. And I could give you tons of examples, but we're running out of time. But it is good for all people, especially educators. Don't just have one source of income, have multiple sources. And again, you and people that are advisors out there in the public have helped a lot of people. Awesome. Great. I, I appreciate that. And uh, thanks for those those comments there. So uh, thanks again for, for listening in. Uh, be sure to follow us on all major social media outlets and visit our website at jacksonpeckfg.com. If you have any comments, feedback, uh, something that you'd like to add, please definitely reach out. We're always looking for future ideas for, for podcast topics too. So if you have one, shoot us a quick email. We'd love to hear from you guys. Christian Jackson is a registered representative of and offers securities through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. And Daryl Peck is an investment advisor representative of and offers securities and investment advisory services through Royal Alliance, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. We are located at 121 South Main Street, Kewanee, Illinois, 61443. Phone number 309-761-8139.